Wisdom Ways is all about living from the true power of who you are. Marianne Williamson once said, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. If that is true, then how can we let go of those fears and become one with our authentic power? Speaking from personal experience, insights, and stories of awareness, Richard Schultz, spiritual healer and guide, invites you to take a courageous journey with him to finally let go of your deepest fears and embrace inner power beyond measure. Get prepared to travel to the inner spaces that will expand your awareness, freedom, and mastery of life. Hi, and thank you so much for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. I'm your host, Richard Schultz, and this is the fourth show towards claiming your authentic power. We've been talking about how to come from and become powerful. In the past podcasts, we've talked about seven steps towards claiming your power, how to align your mind, and how to reprogram your powerful subconscious mind with powerful beliefs to support you rather than sabotage your success. We also touched on the idea that our power is often hidden in our shadow, the parts of us that we've rejected. Wrapped up in all of this is the center of our power, and that is choice. If we do not make powerful choices to move forward, change, and reach our goals in life, then we just are playing on automatic, uh, just like a puppet rather than the puppeteer of our life. Today, we're going to talk about the power of emotions. Emotions are fundamental to our power. Without emotions, our thoughts are neutral, our actions are without juice and energy, and our life is probably mundane. In this podcast, I'd like to cover three points that are important to talk about when we consider emotions. The first point is emotions are at the center of our power. Secondly, only the only negative emotions are unexpressed emotion. And thirdly, we can choose our emotions just like we can choose our beliefs or our actions. Emotions can be chosen. So first, let's talk about emotions being at the center of our power as human beings. We've all heard the phrase, I think, therefore I am. But the truth is probably, I feel, therefore I am. Because I am is about being, and being comes from emotion and feeling. For example, it is not possible to think our way to enlightenment. We can only feel it. Even the greeting we use in our Western cultures seems to have the emphasis backwards when we say, how are you doing anyway, rather than how are you being? Our Western culture has put the emphasis of success on how many things we have done rather than how we're feeling, our state of being. Are we human doings or are we human beings? How do you define success for yourself? Is it by what you've done during the day or by how you feel about it. It is the state of being, the emotion or feeling that we are all looking for. Success, joy, love, accomplishment, contentment, happiness. 
And most of us have been programmed to believe that we cannot have these states until we've reached our goal or we've done stuff. The truth is, the state of being or feeling actually creates the success, not the other way around. That is illusion. By knowing this simple idea, we can extract ourselves from running the treadmill of doing, 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 and instead, we simply go directly to the state we want by choice. And the state motivates us to the action and manifests our desires. In the last podcast, we talked about the power of beliefs. But without emotion fueling the belief, it goes nowhere. It has no juice, no motion. Emotion is energy in motion the gas in your car, and the belief is the direction of the car. Is the belief pointing you in the right direction? Is the car full of the gas that will take you there? Or is it contaminated so that it will stall your car? Think about it. Have you ever taken much action without an emotion attached to it? The action might have had a fear or an anxiety driving it, But there was an emotion there. Why not put love, joy, success, trust, expansion, achievement into your gas tank to fuel your thoughts and empower your beliefs? If you do, life just gets a whole lot easier because the emotion is the fuel that runs your creation of life. If you're setting goals, get into a pure, positive feeling first. Then set the goal that comes from that feeling and then practice feeling the achievement of the goal as if it has already happened. That way, you'll have the outcome or state of being that you're looking for right from the start and the emotion will drive you to the action to achieve and manifest your goal. This is a better way to do things than what we're normally used to. Most people do in order to have stuff, in order to be happy. It works much better if you be or are happy, imagine you already have, and then do what it takes to manifest what you're imagining and feeling. The doing in this case will be effortless and you'll be happier along the way. It is a much better system of creating your desired reality than doing in order to have stuff, in order to be happy. So emotions are a good thing. All of them are. They are the fuel that takes us into action and manifests our dreams. However, our family units and society has taught us that emotions are not good. Emotions should be controlled. Emotions cannot be trusted or people with emotion cannot be trusted. They say things like, oh, don't be sad, here's a cookie. Or, don't cry, or I'll give you something to cry about. Or, bad girl, anger is not for girls. Or whatever those phrases we got early in childhood. They limit our emotions. So what did we learn from all that? Well, we learned to suppress our emotions, even the ones perceived to be positive in life. We've shut many of those down, both the negative 
and the positive, or at least the perceived negative and perceived positive, because the only negative emotions are the ones that are not expressed. Let me repeat that. The only negative emotions are actually emotions that are not expressed. That is the truth. Anger not expressed is negative because suppressed, it can harm the body and create disease. And when it finally gets an outlet, it may become violent. Joy, love, compassion not expressed is a negative experience for ourselves and others. Sadness not expressed is also negative and it will harm us. Emotions are meant to move. They are energy in motion. They cannot be contained because they must eventually move into something, and that might even be physical disease such as cancer or mental illness. When emotions are not allowed or not expressed, they also get projected onto others. Our children might carry them for us, or other people around us will give them back to us, the ones that we cannot hold ourselves. And that's what this podcast series is all about, is really connecting with those emotions over time, those various ways we've shut down emotion and reclaiming our power within that. Emotions used wisely are allowed to move, and we choose them for the fuel of success. Let me tell you a story about an experience I had in India which may drive home this illustration of emotions um, not being held uh, for you. And I've got to warn you, I use a swear word quite a bit in this uh, story, so you might not want to have children around or you get to figure that out. So the story was back from... Um, 1997, traveling in India. I was traveling with a couple of British guys uh, for one day, and we arrived quite late at night at this hotel in India. And they uh, checked in, and I checked in. They had a room downstairs, and they wanted to come visit me in my room after they had checked in. So I was kind of waiting for them to come up to to visit. And then I heard some yelling down in the foyer of the hotel. So I look over the balcony and there they were just yelling and screaming at the uh, people at the front desk. And I was wondering, what the heck is that about? So when they came up to my room, they said, you wouldn't believe it. We went into our room and on the bathroom floor, somebody shit on the floor. There was shit sitting on the bathroom floor. So that's what they were angry about. They had talked to the uh, reception and said, clean up the shit. And they were angry that there was shit on the floor. So um, they sat there for half hour or so and visiting. And then they went back down to their room. And then a little while later, I heard some more yelling. And they were yelling at the guys at the front desk again. And clearly, the shit hadn't been cleaned up. It was still there. They said, well, um, we're going out again. And by the time we get back, another half hour later, whatever it was, we expect this shit to be cleaned up. Well, when they came back uh, again, I heard yelling once again, and this time even more intensely. And they threatened the police that they were they were going to leave 
if this wasn't cleaned up right away and uh, the person said no no you can't leave um they were and they got afraid about the police and they wanted the guests to stay so they went into the room the bathroom with these two guys and they took this uh, detergent and they sprinkled it all over the shit to cover it up and they said okay okay all better you stay and of course the guys uh, were totally angry threatened the police again got their money back and moved out and i never saw them again so um What's the moral of this story? Why did I tell this to you? Well, um, shit is not inherently bad. Really. It's actually a good thing to release and let go of, right? We want to have a regular bowel movement. It even makes good fertilizer to grow crops. You might have even heard people say, uh, hey man, that's really good shit in other contexts. <laughs> However, shit left in the body is toxic. And shitting in the wrong place at the wrong time will get you into trouble, or you'll at least lose some friends. These Indian men that were at the desk, um, they had a couple of strategies. One was, um, don't clean up the shit because it smells bad and it's messy and... That doesn't work because it still causes a reaction by others just by sitting there. So that's not a very good strategy just to ignore it. And being conscious of your shit is also not enough. Something has to be done about it. Just seeing the shit on the floor without doing something about it, without scooping it up, doesn't work. People still notice your shit or smell it. And masking the smell with perfumes such as masks of pleasantries or smiles or sugar-coating your shit doesn't work either. It still smells bad and it still attracts a vibration by the law of attraction that you definitely don't want. These Indians got a lot of shit back at them. So bottom line is to... Express your emotion in safe ways at the right time and place. Get the crap out of you and feel your shit. Process it and let it go. Unexpressed emotion is not good for you. And just being conscious of these limiting unexpressed emotions is also not enough. You must have movement. You must have a movement if you get my picture. Uncover past suppressed emotions and clean it up. You might think you're masking the smell, but that's impossible. You need to dig up your shit and process it and turn the nutrients into fertilizing and growing your life and manifesting your dreams. There is power in that shit. Yeah, really. Unexpressed and un processed emotions will keep you stuck in old patterns and take you out of your power. Expressed emotions set you free and are the fuel to manifest your visions and your goals and there's lots of learning in that shit. You need to turn towards it, feel it, process it, and get the gifts from it. If you can possibly imagine getting gifts from your shit. <laughs> well, enough of this shit. 
it's time for us to go to a short break. Okay, one other closing thought. Shit happens. Life has a way of triggering emotions. However, there are some things we can do to master our emotions so they can serve us rather than knock the shit out of us. When we return, we will look at emotional mastery and how you can take charge of your emotions in healthy ways. I'll also drop the potty talk as, so you can uncover your ears. You're busy. Your life is hectic. But if you take just a few minutes every day for yourself, you can improve your relationships, health, success, and self-esteem. All you need to do is join Richard Schultz for his online course, The Refreshing Beliefs Method. You'll learn how to release fears and how to use your whole mind to achieve your goals toward a better life. Join Richard Schultz online today at refreshingbeliefs.com. Get back in charge of your life. That's online at refreshingbeliefs.com. So welcome back to the second half of Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. I trust our conversation before the break was useful to understand how important emotions are. Emotions help us manifest our dreams, or they can keep us stuck in old patterns. It is important to understand that emotions are meant to move and be expressed, and if they are not, they cause an inner vibration or smell that will attract flies that will result in even more problems. The good news is that even though life has a way of triggering emotions that may seem unpleasant, there are ways to master emotions so that they support us rather than disable us. You can be a master of your emotions by simple choice and practice. Emotional mastery is at the core of all the discussions we'll be having in future podcasts because emotions influence us by either empowering us or disempowering us. They are at the key to our power. For now, let me give you some simple tips to start mastering your emotions. In future podcasts, especially when we get into wholeness integration work, we will take this work to a whole new level and finally set you free to expand your state of being beyond imagination. So, here are some tips. 1. Turn towards the arising emotion. Acknowledge it and feel it without resistance. Notice where it is in your body and watch it and be present with it until it shifts. You are not your emotions, so when you witness it, it changes more rapidly. Just watch it. Just feel it. Just be present with it, and it will shift much quicker than if you're trying to resist it. Another tip is to choose to feel gratitude towards the emotion. Anger or sadness cannot coexist at the same moment with gratitude. Try it. If you're in gratitude, you can't feel any of these so-called negative emotions. Practice that every day, several times a day, to feel gratitude for the small things. 
so that when you come to one of those big emotional disturbances in your life, you can more easily call up that feeling of gratitude because it's practiced, you're close to it. These parts that get us upset want our attention and feel that they are there to serve us and protect us from harm. They often came into being based on early childhood experiences and helped us in their own way back then. However, they're often not very useful now, even if their intention towards us is positive. So if you turn towards that part that is causing that disturbance and acknowledge it and say thank you to that part, it'll probably go, Wow, you must be a master, because only a master would treat me with gratitude and thanks. In this place of gratitude, that part will likely stop fighting you and work with you and let you be on your way and out of the intense feeling of anger, sadness, shame, or whatever that may be. Another tip is that if you are in an inconvenient place to express the emotion, say you're at a business meeting and suddenly this uh, emotion is arising, um, well, other people may not understand that emotion and it might even trigger others. So in this case, what you can do is ask that part of you that wants to express itself in this emotion, ask it if you'll just subside for now and tell it you'll visit it later. You'll come and be present with it later and process it and um, be present with it. Usually when you do that, it will subside. But make sure that you come back and honor that commitment and build trust with those parts of you uh, so that they will let you go in those situations because it can trust you that you will honor it and feel it later. I've used that many times and it really works well. It just subsides and then when I'm ready, it's just right back there, ready for me to be with it, uh, process it, and let it go. So you can delay these emotions often to a more convenient time. Another tip is that we are all empathic at some level. That means that we pick up emotions from others and think that those emotions are ours. In this case, what you want to do with your emotions is check in and ask your intuition, uh, go inwards and say, is this emotion mine? And then, how much of this is mine? Perhaps you'll get a percentage back, like 10% is yours. Then, then you could deal with it, 10%, and send the rest back to those that actually own it. You'll find that if you do that, if you send it back, then the emotion subsides down to that 10%, and uh, it's not so, pro so problematic to deal with, and you can maybe even deal with it at another time. So when you're doing this, say, return to sender, just like you were doing um, writing on a postcard uh, that the post office got the wrong address, so you return to sender. So return to sender with consciousness and love. So tell that, that motion, return to sender 
with consciousness and love. You'll notice immediate relief and sometimes even complete release, especially if you're really empathic and picking up lots of that around you. And many people do. They'll walk into a room and they start feeling um, sad or angry or disturbed in some way. And it's not their emotions. It's somebody else's that they're picking up. And you do not have to do that. This is about boundaries. Number five tip is there are a lot of efficient ways or more efficient ways to process emotions than we're used to. One thing is a whole brain posture that comes from brain gym, or it's called it's also called hookups. So for example, you can sit down, you put one ankle over the other, either your right ankle over your left ankle or your left over your right. And then you put your one wrist over your the other, uh, right over left or left over right, just use your intuition. And then wrap your palms around so that they're palms are together into a fist with kind of a twisted arms and then just relax that on your lap. In this posture, the left and right brain are connected together and you'll process emotions much more quickly. Another way to process emotions are to breathe into the emotion. Imagine an energizing light coming into your thymus center, which is just below the throat at the top of your chest behind the breastbone. So imagine an energizing white light coming into your thymus as you breathe in. And then as you breathe out, breathe out the emotion you're feeling, that sadness, that anger, that shame, and breathe it out to the hara point. Now the hara point, H-A-R-A point, is a PowerPoint comes from ancient Chinese medicine, and that point is about two inches below and under the navel. So imagine that uh, emotion going to that place, and it kind of disappears into that uh, PowerPoint. So you breathe into the thymus and breathe out the emotion into the hara point, and that's a great way to let go of these emotions and process them really quickly. And you can even use this whole brain posture, the arms and legs crossed, in conjunction with the breathing into the thymus and out through the hara point in your imaginations. An excellent way to process emotions. Another way to process these negative, unprocessed emotions are to talk them out. Talking about it with someone else as a witness is a great way to process them. So you talk out these unprocessed emotions and talk in positive emotions such as love, joy, and gratitude. Uh, And finally, check out some of my programs that deal with emotions. I can work privately with you to assist you in mastering your emotions through coaching or private sessions, uh, whatever that may be. And I use simple processes that help you deeply process and get to the core of these suppressed emotions and wounds that will finally set you free. My Refreshing Beliefs e-course will teach you ways to reprogram beliefs and emotions with some great techniques to shift them quickly. And my advanced 
Restoring Love program will teach you how to forgive the unforgivable and let go of any emotion that is limiting you and help you to claim the wholeness of all of the energies, including your joy, worth, love, and achievement. So go to my website, www.wisdomways.net, to learn more about these programs. So that's it for our time. If you want to learn more about the power of emotion, I invite you to take a free audio program created by my good friend, Larry Wayne. The program is called Emotion, the Kingpin of Power. You'll find it on my website at www.wisdomways.net slash kingpin. In ending, I invite you to step into the awareness of your emotional self. Notice where you get triggered. Are you able to feel emotion or are you mostly numb? Just get in touch with your emotional self. Choose to turn toward the emotions and feel them. Let them process through. Invite them to fully express themselves and watch yourself as you do this. Be the witness to yourself and practice non-judgment towards yourself within these emotions. I also invite you to practice the higher vibration emotions such as love, joy, gratitude, and achievement. Remember a time when you felt those feelings and practice going in and out of them so that you can summon them up at will. Dance to them, sing to them, imagine with them. Make them a part of your everyday experience. If you're feeling down, try shifting your mood by choice, by remembering a time when you felt good and had a feeling of this great feeling. Notice how quickly your mood can change and how that you can choose your emotions. But don't just use this mechanism to avoid negative emotions. Remember, negative emotions need to be processed and let go of. So it's not about masking these emotions. It's about feeling all of them. But get in touch with those positive, empowering, true emotions of love, gratitude, and joy so that they're at your beck and call to attach to your goals and dreams. If you need any assistance, please feel free to contact me. Email me, ring me up, or make an appointment with me. I can help you change your emotions in just a few minutes. And you can find me at wisdomways.net. So, thank you for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power here on the TLRstation.com, powered by Tenacious Living International, where it's all about living outside the box. Have a great day, everyone. Are you ready to claim your authentic power? Visit www.wisdomways.net slash power to gain instant access to Richard's free video course on being powerful. And if Richard said something today that truly impacted you and you'd like to talk with him further about it, please connect with him directly at 403-247-8042. Thanks for listening to Wisdom Ways. Have a great day. Talk with you next week.